This podcast is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton. It sounds like a, a big part of what you're doing uh, in terms of generating the marketing and the branding behind CrowdSpring, Ross, is that you are, in some senses, attracting individuals to the platform uh, in a way that is establishing some some of the knowledge that goes in with respect to how to design uh, the practicality of proper do's and don'ts of design and things of that nature. Do you have like a blog piece? Do you have like a repository of design resources like articles or information or best practices, things of that nature? So we have both. Um, Crowdspring.com slash blog uh, gets you to our blog. We're, we're at the moment in the top 30 business marketing blogs in the world uh, and have really, really terrific content on marketing and branding and design on entrepreneurship. And then we also have crowdspring.com slash resources Mm. where we have a series of resources for starting, growing, running your business, uh, where we, we curate, uh, some of the posts from the blog for, for just a more consumable, uh, smaller bite-sized portion so that people can quickly get at this content. Uh, because this is, this is, you know, this is complicated content for a lot of people. And, uh, and one of the things that, that we, we have always done uh, over the years is try to share our learnings. I mean, mm. having, having done this for 10 years, having worked with freelancers and, and clients from all over the world, uh, we've learned quite a lot about uh, the business of design. And, and as you said earlier, entrepreneurs, business owners who, who don't have experience with design, if it's not the core competency, they're looking to get a great design, but they may have a tough time to get there without some help. And it's one reason why, for example, every single type of project on CloudSpring.com has a unique Q&A. So we ask you a series of questions when you post the project to help you write your creative brief. It's a very simple process because we found that if we just have you write your requirements, some people will do a great job. Some people won't be able to do it properly, and that creates confusion. So mm. over 10 years... We've honed that process where we customize the Q&A to the specific thing that you need. Gotcha. Ten years of experience. I love this, uh, Ross, in terms of you creating this platform. I want you to share with our listeners uh, some of the key learnings, maybe the top five key learnings that you have uh, accumulated over the years here, working with CrowdSpring and developing CrowdSpring and its fantastic services and products in terms of the things that to do and not to do with respect to when you are thinking about developing a logo or thinking about developing you know, your product brand. What are some of those things you would share with our listeners do's and don'ts sure so so number one get your branding right because if your brand is weak all of your marketing efforts will suffer you mentioned this at the outset of the segment if, if you don't have a good strong brand everything else you do is tarnished by, by, by that brand mm-hmm. and and ultimately it's because if a customer or a prospective customer doesn't know what your brand means or mm. stands for, mm-hmm. it's irrelevant to them. Mm-hmm. And so what, one of the lessons we take from, from what Nike is currently doing with its new campaign with Colin Kaepernick uh, in the last couple of days, and they just released a great new ad, um, is, is they're trying to recreate that excitement about Nike products. They're trying to stand out in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of what Apple did yes. um, years ago with a Think Different campaign. Yes, at the Super and, Bowl, and, and, actually, right? Right. And, and yeah. so, so Nike ultimately is a 
global brand. They're well known, but but you could see how even a global well known brand is continually working on making sure they have a strong brand. So so make sure you have a strong brand, get it right. And as far as the logo design, so let me just say there are really four key things. Excellent. Uh, that, that that you are looking for in a logo. Okay. Because when you when you set up and everything else, here's what a logo has to do. Okay. Number one, it has to embody your brand. Okay. Okay. Number two, it has to be instantly recognizable because if somebody can't recognize it, it serves no purpose. Number three, it needs to be versatile because it'll appear on business cards, it'll appear on billboards, it'll appear oh. online. And four, it needs to be timeless because you can't change your logo every single year. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, people will get confused. Everything else is optional. So every design choice that you make about a logo should only exist to strengthen the four items I listed above. And so when you look about some of the best Nike logos in the, in the world, Nike, Amazon, FedEx, those logos haven't changed a whole lot. Uh, those logos are memorable, they're recognizable. Now, in part, it's because these companies have spent a lot of money on branding and advertising and marketing. But even before they do that, their logos have a significant amount of traction because they're easy and they're memorable. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so back to the marketing tips. You asked me the first one. One was branding right. Uh, second tip uh, from our 10 years in business and what we see when we work with many companies, let data drive your decisions. Mm. It's really hard as a small business or a startup to make decisions. Bigger companies become very analytical. They look at data when they run marketing campaigns. They set goals. They look at what happened and they adjust. A lot of smaller companies don't do that. And it's a big mistake because you could easily spend a lot of money and make decisions without understanding whether a decision actually helps your business, <laughs> hurts your business, right. or has still effect on your business. Mm-hmm. Number three, uh, create and run controlled marketing experiments. We're a big believer in experiments. We're running two to three-week experiments virtually every single day. We figure out a new channel. We try to figure out an experiment, set the goals, set a strategy for that channel, marketing channel. And then we try and experiment for two to three weeks, whether it's a paid experiment where we're paying money for it or it's an experiment where we're not paying money but are investing our time. And the reason we do that is because, frankly, nobody knows what, what will work for your business. Even if something works or doesn't work for another business, it doesn't mean that it you can apply that lesson directly to your own business. You have to be able to run these controlled tests to develop and scale your marketing strategies. Number number four, and this is something that we're very passionate about and write uh, quite a lot about, leverage neuroscience. Mm. The marketing marketing psychology. We just wrote a series of posts over the past couple of weeks at, at crowdspring.com slash blog on this topic. And, and actually, this is a really important um, area for logo design, too, because fonts, colors, shapes, lines mm-hmm. in your logo mm-hmm. all influence purchasing decisions. Mm-hmm. So you don't need to be a Fortune 500 company with a staff of PhDs who know neuroscience. You just need to understand some basic principles of emotional marketing and work with designers that understand those principles as well, because ultimately, there are things that you can do through design, whether it's a logo or a website, to influence how people decide and what decisions they make. And there are things that you can do to build trust. Uh, and so it's important as a business owner that you maximize your ability to do that. And then the fifth one, fifth suggestion I would make is, is leverage whatever content you're creating, because ultimately we've become a content marketing 
um, economy. A lot of marketing, particularly for smaller businesses who don't have big marketing budgets, is driven by the content they're able to create and share. But most businesses make one common mistake. They pick a single platform like mm-hmm. Facebook and mm-hmm. they invest all their effort in that platform. And the problem is that customers today are all over the place. Mm. Very few businesses are lucky enough to have customers waiting for them in a single platform. And so when you're creating content and you're trying to establish a bigger brand, you can take that content and reuse it on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube, on Instagram. Uh, and ultimately, this is where the, that notion of get your branding right, because if you don't have a weak brand, if what you're doing is inconsistent, like, for example, you have different logo designs on all these networks, or you're using different colors that don't create a consistent presence for you, you're just going to confuse your customers. Ross Kimbarovsky, thanks so much for coming on the show with us tonight and sharing these wonderful insights. Happy to have you to be here. For more insight from Business Radio, please visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.